Hey everyone, welcome to the Basically Bookish podcast. I'm Abby. And I'm Ashley. And we're going to be chatting all things bookish. This is episode 43 of the Basically Bookish podcast. And today we have a fun episode. Um, The title of this episode, as graciously given to us by Abby, is Nitpickers, Books to Bashers, and Trolls. Oh my. Um, We're going going into the deep end today because we have all kinds of thoughts about um, all of these things. Uh, We kind of thought that we would tackle these different um, things one at a time and kind of break down maybe an example of something if we have one and just our thoughts on it in general. (laughs) So if you're up for it, keep listening. And if you can't handle it, maybe join us next week. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, nitpickers. Um, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They're special people. This, uh, I feel like over the weekend, I read, actually, it was an audiobook that I was reviewing, and I really enjoyed the story, not necessarily maybe the, uh, the narrator so much, um, but the story was really good. I could tell, in my opinion, the writing was really good. And then when I went to look at the reviews on Goodreads after writing a glowing one myself, I saw that the star ratings were not high. It was mostly threes and I was really confused. And so I read some of the reviews and repetitively um, (laughs) the comments that were being made, I felt like were really nitpicky and not applicable because it was a fairy tale retelling. And their big beef, it seemed collectively was, it wasn't as much like Beauty and the Beast as they wanted it to be. Like kind of the Disney version, Happy (laughs) Beauty and the Beast. And I was so confused by that because I felt like that was ridiculous to knock ratings down for a retelling of a book. And I felt like it was nitpicky. What say you? yeah I mean I feel like that's definitely like a big thing like I know we talk about it all the time like we'll be reading a book and it'll be some like minor thing that we're like well I don't really like this aspect of it Mm -hmm. but I'm not docking it a star for that because it's just personal taste right and I think that comes into play a lot like little things like that just like my mind's like blanking on like other examples but like just like that that thing like okay, it's a loosely based on a fairy tale. So you're going to like get mad that there wasn't enough like aspects of the lighthearted Disney fairy tale and yeah. then dock it stars for that. I know. Like, it just doesn't make sense. That's kind of because... how I felt when I read it. I felt like it was a really unfair and also, I don't know, maybe it was helpful to some people. I guess I could look at it that way that if you were going for a romancy, swoony, light-hearted Mrs. Potts and Chip story. <laughs> Was that her name, Mrs. Potts? I don't even know. I don't really like yeah. Beast. There, I said it. I'm sorry. Abby's face we'll is like shocked. 
Um, I guess if you were looking for that, you would maybe want to know that it wasn't necessarily that closely following that storyline. Um, but for me, I thought that it was really imaginative that there was a thread of that in there, but it was very much its own story. And none of that was portrayed in any of these reviews. It was just like, and it, they weren't all bad, but like the few that I read that people were nitpicking that aspect, I was like, well, that's really ridiculous. And it's not really helpful to readers to know anything about the book that you're just saying, like, I wanted her to be more like Belle. Yeah, I feel like something <laughs> like that's something you could include in the review. Like, yeah, say that it's a like darker version or it's mm -hmm. not the light, like include that. That's helpful information. But docking it like stars because of that. Like, I feel like the star rating should really be based on the quality of the writing and the plot of the book. Mm -hmm. Not little things like whether it was based enough on a fairy tale or whether there was like too much, like if there was like a, like I just, it popped into my head. Like sometimes with like the Susan May Warren adventure books, like you'll be like, there was like too much going on, but like, yeah. it doesn't like, you don't like be like, oh, this book was horrible. You were just like, oh, there was a lot going on. You yes. can still wreck, you're always like the writing's still good. It was a lot, but like, you're not just being like, oh, well, there was a lot going on. Book's terrible. Goodbye. Like, yeah. Because again, not helpful to anyone deciding whether they want to read the book. It's nitpicky. Yeah. And I have said that before about some of those type of books. Like there's so much going on. Every time I turned around, there was another disaster. But a lot of people, that's why they, they read them. Yeah. So I just, I don't know. I feel like nitpicking stuff for one if you're being specifically nitpicky about negative things and putting that in your review it's needlessly making your review longer if it's not helpful information and another thing is it's like um why are you putting it in there yeah i'm not saying don't put things you don't like and yeah. maybe maybe they are but i'm like for me, it's like pick and choose the things that you think are relevant to what would make someone pick up a book or what would make someone like think about maybe not picking up a book, not just nitpicky nonsense, I guess. Yeah. Like if the heroine was a certain like brand of annoying, like include that, like yes. that's the main facet of the book. And that's like something like the things that annoyed you about her is something that someone else may be like annoyed by and so they won't want to pick it up or if there was things you did like the reverse is true like but just being like well I didn't like the fact that some minor thing was like it's what is what's the point like what should I think of more examples my brain's like totally it's one of those things that's hard to describe but like if you're a reader who reads a lot or a reviewer who reviews a lot you know it when you see it and it's kind of a yeah way to like review books and to be nitpicky about stuff you can say you don't like it point out the things you don't like without being nitpicky and move on exactly yeah okay next one that this i think we came up with this word right <laughs> we invented a new word we invented a new word it's called books to bashers um i think my definition of this would be people who just bash books or bash books on Instagram for yeah. no purpose other than 
what we talked about to basically hear themselves talk or they've taken something that is like a soapbox moment for themselves and they're they not all up <laughs> yeah it's like my, my dog is barking i'm sorry you guys she's upset about something maybe she's passionate about this topic i mean it's fair i'm passionate about this topic because yeah it's like it's different between like writing a review in which you iterate reiterate the things that like you didn't appreciate in a book or whatever mm -hmm. but to then go to social media and like rant about the things and like a lot of the times I see it it's again like it's either like what are they even talking about like I didn't get that at all mm -hmm. and I read the book or it's like okay I see your point but also like who cares yeah like it's not something that like you need to go on a rampage and like try to like stop the world from reading her books or yeah. whatever like I feel like too like I think and I think authors are like a hundred percent mainly in the line of fire but I think that you would be mistaken if you feel like um reviewers or bookstagrammers don't also get kind of swept up in this too because i've had people contact me and i'm sure you have as well and say i would love for you to explain to me how you rated this book this way or you know how you were okay with this this and this if you read this book yeah and it's kind of awkward because it puts you in a position of like okay well they clearly think i'm a terrible person or they're clearly judging like my you know spirituality or something like that when they yeah. kind of call you on the carpet about why you were okay with this in this book i know you read it i know you'd review it how do you justify giving it this many stars when this this and this happened and it's again like they're coming at it from like their conviction or their soapbox moment and it becomes kind of like what well, i think you're just looking for a fight at this point yeah I feel like some people are just like or i also think they're looking for like validation like they yeah. want someone else to say the same thing and it's like no you're crazy it's not yeah. <laughs> like i'm not gonna be that person yeah i agree it's it's happened to me more than once i won't say it happens all the time no but it's not like frequent but it has happened it's not a good feeling especially when it comes to theological things in books or you know some kind of I, I don't usually have it with content because I'm very careful about the stuff that I promote and yeah. it's not like you can tell like most of the time you do you check your facts like is this book clean does it have any cuss words like are there any romance scenes that take it too far and like try our best to like avoid it unless we absolutely know it's in there and then you're like no thanks but I do my best to like keep my feet and everything clean. So I don't think it has happened really with any content that anyone's been like, how could you recommend yeah. this when it's got this? But it's more been other things um, that I've been asked about and had to like state my opinion about. And it's awkward. So like, yes, authors definitely, I just don't, I don't know. I don't think it's okay to message an author with an agenda of asking something just so that you can like debate or argue something i think they yeah. have a, a 
genuine question to ask in a respectful way, but taking to social media and just like making blanket statements, I've seen it. Yeah. Happy. Yeah. It's not like, I mean, unfortunately, social media is kind of turning into a place where you just like be mean to everyone on the internet. Yeah. Um, but it's like, I feel like, like, it's not the place for it. Like if you had an issue with it, have your issue, put it in your review mm-hmm. so that if people see it and they want to know your opinion, they can read it, but like, let it end there. Like mm-hmm. it does not have to be like in your stories and you like either typing out a rant about it or verbalizing a rant about it. And it's just like, I mean, the ones I've seen mostly, they haven't like tagged the author in them, which is good, but like, there's still a chance the author could see it. Like, yeah. And you're doing no one any good. Cause let's be honest, when I hear someone get up on their soapbox like that, and like, I'm like, I start eye rolling and be like, yeah, I'm going to read, like, if I haven't read it, I'll be like, yeah, I'm going to read that and prove that that's not in there. Like, <laughs> and you know what? Here's what I think. I'm just going to go there. Um, a lot of times that I've seen this happen, it's aspiring or, yeah, authors that have not been traditionally published or aspiring authors who are writers who have not, like, taken that next step. And I don't know if it's just fun to be critical of other people at that stage in your writing career, or maybe they do really feel passionately about what it is that they're complaining about, but it's frustrating to me to see people who are authors who are publishing themselves, like tearing down traditional published authors or um, people who are not that step in their writing journey. Like, it just seems, I don't know. I don't like it. Yeah. It's like author so-and-so, or you find their page and like, they're writing a book. And I'm like, you know how hard it is. Like how and they're always the ones that are like talking about this trope didn't make sense. This, and they use all those writery words that like nobody knows but other writers. No. Yeah. And it's just like, does it make you feel better about your current work in progress to bash another person's book? Like, yeah. Maybe you feel justified that, like, oh, the reason you're not published is like, like I don't know. It just like kind of feels like you can be like, oh, they are actually published. And yeah like find reasons that they shouldn't be and just like, I have like fundamental problems with a book I have a handful of people that I will privately message that I will talk it through yeah and <laughs> you know who you are if you've got <laughs> a message from me there's I mean I'm serious there's like four or five people and I will say hey like ran across this didn't really agree with it I always take a screenshot so that it's not me like paraphrasing something that that's maybe out of context really um that way it's not like oh well Ashley said that something like this was in this book like no like you can see the words you can see the paragraph like um and then we have a dialogue about it there's been only one time that I emailed the publisher about something that I just fundamentally disagreed with in a book um, and did not message the author because at the end of the day, you're free to write what you write. But if a publisher is publishing something that I like, am like, is this really Christian fiction? Um, 
Yeah. My beef is kind of with the publisher because they have to stand behind what they're they're saying. And it wasn't a trolling situation. It doesn't have to turn into that. You don't have no. to bash someone because you don't like something. Um, you can have productive conversations and still at the end of the day be like, that wasn't for me and this is why. Um, yeah. Without going nuts so on the but I feel like going to the publisher is a smart way to do it. Like if there's something like morally fundamentally wrong with the book, like, cause like you said, like the author wrote it, clearly they have no issue with it. But if a publisher is gonna stand as a Christian fiction publisher, then they need to answer for the content that's in their books. It's their job to read through and either like contract the book or not contract it based on the content and I would have loved it didn't happen but I would have loved it if the publisher had gotten back with me and just said hey this is this was our approach to like putting this in the book this is why we thought it was fine or like this was our thought process behind being okay with this just so you kind of know where they're coming from because again it wasn't something that I was just like fundamentally like I'm going to ban this publisher for my reading like it wasn't like that at all it was just something that I was like I'm so surprised that this would be included in your book um nothing hateful or anything like that but I would have loved a response other than like a form letter explaining like hey this is where we were coming from with that yeah that didn't happen but if it had I probably would have had a lot of respect for them because they listened to the email and like considered what I said and explained to me why it wasn't a big deal to them. And then we'd all be on the same page, but in a perfect world. (laughs) Perfect world where everyone listens and has proper discourse about things. Yeah. And like, I'm outspoken about the things that I do and don't like, but I don't know, like maybe some people think that I'm rude. But I've been told multiple times that it doesn't come across that way. It's just more direct. And I do try to be respectful, even when I'm talking about stuff I don't like. Um, But yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a way to discuss. And I mean, I feel like you do it very well. I tried to do it well. Like you can say you don't like something and even give the reasons why without bashing. Mm-hmm. like it is a hundred percent possible been it there done it could get a t-shirt but i'm not gonna <laughs> <laughs> you could just add another t-shirt to your collection i could yeah okay the last, honest without passion. <laughs> the last one is the worst one freaking trolls trolls this has been a hot topic the last week it really has um so uh situations that have been swirling around in the christian fiction publishing world this last week um people having issues with some things included in a book like saying that they're not sensitive to certain people and things like that just to like kind of gloss over this so it's not the whole topic of this conversation yeah But because of that situation is what I'm getting at. I went on to Goodreads and looked up the book in question. Um, I read it, looked it up, and there's all of these reviews popping up (laughs) 
all of a sudden, randomly, everyone's reading it, except that they're not. Um, they're posting reviews. It's trolling. There's one star reviews. They're all basically the same thing. It's absolutely obvious that no one is reading. <laughs> they're just reading other people's comments and like basically regurgitating them. Um, it's so obnoxious. It's so distasteful that someone would do it. And it's just like, how do you have this much time in your life? Yeah. I don't have the time to go randomly just comment on books I've never read and get all mad about the top. I mean, like we could go on any sort of like book that has content that we disagree with and just like rip it to shreds for the heck of it. Like this book has explicit scenes in it. Da -da 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 -da. I think, I, but it, I'm not reading it and I shouldn't have an opinion on it. Like I'm not going to read it. Yeah. But I shouldn't be post like, uh you shouldn't be allowed to post an opinion on something unless you've actually done the research and actually read the book. <laughs> yeah. And it's so oh. obvious, like there's so many of those reviews that people actually hadn't read the book um, because <laughs> they don't say anything that's helpful that doesn't help anyone decide whether you're going to read the book or not because it's all specifically related to a couple things that they're harping on and not a lot of anything that has to do with the plot of the book, the writing style, the characters, um, other than the things that are hot button topics that they see everyone else commenting on. So I'm like, <sighs> it's knocking the rating of the book down for one, which yeah. is the goal. I mean, I think that's the goal. And then yeah. their soapbox moment, obviously, because they're just saying nonsense. Um, <laughs> I just I just don't know yeah I just I fundamentally have never understood the thought process of it like even not just in this scenario just like in general it's like does it make you happy or feel like you got your gold star for the day to like defend something that you think is an issue that's not technically really an issue yeah or or even if it is like, and I'm like, the thing about it is like, it's a Christian fiction, like in this case, it's a Christian fiction book. I don't fundamentally see a lot of like the Christian fiction world, like tipping any stock in the reviews mm -hmm. and no one else is gonna go read. A, like Christian mm -hmm. fiction is a genre that is very exclusively pretty much just read by Christians. Yeah. The few people that like accidentally read one and then get really mad about the Christian content. In the also <laughs> hilarious. Which, that, that, is, that amuses me where they like, I just wish I would have had a better warning about all the Jesus stuff in this book. And it's like, well, you read a book <laughs> by a Christian publisher. What do you expect? Yeah. But yeah, it's just, I don't know what they're hoping to accomplish in general because like, it's obvious that they're trolls. It's obvious that like they have no idea what they're talking about. So no one worth their grain of salt is going to listen to them. No. And, like if you want to read the book, you're going to read the book anyway. Yeah. And I just think too, like regardless of what's being said, the people that actually read the book fundamentally disagree with the things that the trolls are saying. It's yeah. not going to, in my opinion, affect the sales that much because the people that 
have bought this author's books are always going to buy this author's books. This is not going to change that. It's not going to disrupt that. And I would venture a guess to say, based on what I'm seeing, that more people are buying the book now because it's kind of a thing. Um, yeah. And it's like, it's been out for over a year. <laughs> so like, it got a lot of the sales that it was going to get already. So like, I feel like the first year of a book's published is when it's going to sell the most, just because it's kind of how it is. But so I'm like, I really don't know what they hope to accomplish, but you know, I mean, trolls are trolls. I don't know. I, I don't know. I just think it's whatever it is, is it's backfiring. I mean, it's stressful to the author, but it's been good to see the bookstagram community like rally around someone who's going through a hard time and the people that loved the story like rally around the story as well i mean yeah i didn't like it but it wasn't for any of the reasons that other people did <laughs> you had your own personal problems it just wasn't my cup of tea uh, <laughs> i didn't go around bashing the book because it was just a personal preference thing it was, it was totally a personal preference thing like it wasn't my favorite at all of this author's and I've read all of this author's books. So um, it was a personal preference thing. Um, I think I've told maybe two people back when it released, like I didn't like that um, because they asked. And other than that, like you can look up my review if you want it, um, <laughs> but I didn't post it anywhere like on my blog or anywhere I just like rate stuff like I do on Goodreads but there's there was no reason to promote it when I wasn't on the team especially if you don't like it yeah just again common sense <laughs> seems to be lacking a lot in the world it's true I still think like word of mouth as far as reviews and like finding like a good group of people that you trust their opinion is the best way to find books because I don't know like if you told me like this book is not something you would like and it has major problems I would not read it yeah finding that core group of people that you have like similar tastes with or just like enough taste in common or like that you kind of get their reading style that you can just be like, oh, if they read a book and they're talking about good, it's like, do you think I'll like that? Or is that more just a you book and not a me book? Yeah. Like, there's been several times, like the two of us have read books and been like, oh my gosh, this book is amazing. But I also don't think it's for you. Yeah. <laughs> like the little issues that are like personal preference things that like they're in no way detract from the goodness of the book. And it's one of those things like this is a personal preference of yours. And I know that is a personal preference of yours. Mm -hmm. So maybe just skip this one and you don't have to like try to find the way to like say nice things or like feel like you need to give it a better rating than you want to give it just yeah. because of the author. Because it's like, you're good. So find your core group of people. The moral of this story. Yeah. Listen to them and ignore the trolls and the nitpickers and the books that after. Don't be afraid to use that block button on your Instagram if you need to unfollow people that fundamentally irritate you or unfollow their stories at least story muting is the greatest feature instagram has ever given us it really really is 
it is literally the best because there are so many like accounts that I'm like I like what they post and I'll like but like something about whatever they'll do in stories like what irritate and I'm like I can still follow them but not see their stories yeah because sometimes if you unfollow someone they notice and then if you get asked about it it could be awkward just saying yeah it could happen it could happen (laughs) yeah I I feel like if I had to summarize I would be like find your find your group of people don't be afraid to selectively choose who you follow and try to weed out the noise and here's the deal posting just as much positive as like if there is a negative I feel like sometimes like if the book is good like it's just a given that we liked it sometimes I get lazy about sharing the really good stuff and so have problems with you're like oh I need to you know I need to make sure that I point out that like I had an issue with this or whatever but I'm like I also need to share like even if it's a four star hey this book was really good and here's why yeah balance the positivity with any negativity that comes about because that's the other thing like if you're always just being negative no one's going to listen to you. But if you have that healthy balance of like, when something's positive, you're positive, but like, then people pay attention. They're like, oh, if she's actually telling me that this has an issue, she's not just saying it, say it like fundamentally, like it's, it's a real thing. It's not just like blowing smoke. So don't come at me, like holding me responsible. If I recommend something and you don't like it. Yeah. That's not my deal. Like I said, I liked it. I said it was good. It was good to me. Yeah. Personal taste. It's a yeah. thing, people. I'm like, I don't want to have to defend why I liked something. That is fundamentally one of my pet peeves. Yeah. I liked it. I liked it. If you didn't, that's fine. But I don't want to have to explain to you why I liked something. No. You're allowed to like whatever you want to like. You're allowed to not like whatever you want to not like, but You're just not be kind allowed of. to troll or bash or nitpick or nitpick. Just have to be a good human being. Yes. Oh, all right. I feel like we've exhausted all of our topic soapbox moments. Yeah. <laughs> it needed to be said. It did. It was weighing on me. We had to get it. Had to get it off. <laughs> there were too many things that needed to be verbalized. Yeah. Now they have been. And we can move on to happier topics. As long as people start being better. <laughs> as always, this is our opinion. It's fine if you don't agree. I don't need to hear about it, I guess. I mean, you can message, but we all have our opinion and that's just how it is. So. Yep. I guess if you've made it this far, thanks for listening. And we will be chatting again next week with probably something a little more lively. (laughs) Bye.
thank you for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. You can find us on Instagram at basically bookish podcast. Hope you have a great day and we'll chat with you next time.